of shame. People all over America are enjoying the podcast entitled 15 Minutes of Shame, a nationwide podcast that originates in Sudbury, Massachusetts at the beautiful Pelham Island Studios. It's a crazy 15-minute journey through the nuttiness of everyday life here in America. Now, without further ado, brought to you by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. It's 15 Minutes of Shame with Mike Adams, Bill Smith, and Ben Kitchen. Guys? Hey, thanks uh, for that nice introduction, Mike. <laughs> That's the hardest I've worked in months. You did that like Wink Martindale. <laughs> Wink, huh? Yep. Winky dick. Uh, how you guys doing? Everything all right? Everything's great. Uh, you Good. Remember, Good. if you never need any hair replacement, it's Leonard Hair Transplant Associates with five offices throughout New England. Thought I'd throw that in there again. Thought that was good. Every time I mention them, I get an extra Warwick? 15 bucks. Braintree? Warwick, Braintree, yes. Boston? Boston. Providence. Salem, New Hampshire? Newton Center. Newton Center? Yep. Yeah, I think you got them all. Now no, no, all you got to do is lose some hair. You can go over there and have some, have some fun with it. Wherever you go, there they are. By the way, you, there's nothing to be ashamed about losing your hair. It's generally a male pattern baldness situation comes from, you know, hereditary yeah. uh, situations. It's not from... Uh, constant uh, rubbing your head like a monkey might do in a zoo. Well, you had the procedure done, and you look pretty damn good with that head. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate that. I think I look I look in the mirror every day, and I say, you know, you get better looking every single day, he lied. Shame on you, Mike. <laughs> hey, you, you got any shame? I got a whole list of things, but I want you guys to start today. How about we let Ben, young okay. Ben, where would you like me to start? Would you shame like me to somebody. Gross you out with some... Uh, Semi nudity from a infamous celebrity. Sure, gross so me out. All right, uh, you guys remember Rachel Dolezal? Oh, right, the fake black person, oh. the the fake uh, black woman who was like the head of the NAACP in Seattle yeah. or Washington State, and she wherever was it was. White, and her parents were white. And, and she's uh, white. yeah, so now, if you want to throw up in your mouth, go check out her OnlyFans page where you can see her posing and supporting Rihanna's lingerie line. Oh. Uh, anyway, nothing wrong with uh, Rihanna or her lingerie line, is, except uh, for when Rachel Dolezal's in it. Is Dolezal in the nude? No, she's in the lingerie. Well, I just thought maybe it would be a little bit more risque than just the lingerie. Do you, you want to see that? No. No, no, no I, I do not. No. She should go away and never never return. She should be ashamed of herself for being a Shame on her. Fraud. And shame on OnlyFans for allowing her to have an account. There you go. And shame on anyone who looked at it out of morbid curiosity like Mike and I did. She, first of all, she's fake. And she's uh, you know trying to absorb a whole different culture. Uh, in, in the process, shaming her parents. Oh, you're ashamed that we're your parents? We're these two nice white people? No. You, go ahead, Rachel. Dress like a whore. <laughs> go ahead. Put on the lingerie, Rachel, you phony piece of crap. Oh. You look like a whore in that lingerie. <laughs> That's her dad. Yeah. And then her mother says, Rachel, you dress like a whore. See how I did the, the, the mother's voice? Very good. That was Very like Marge good. Simpson. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, so I never funny. do Marge Simpson, homie. Oh, Christ. <laughs> did that sound like her? That was that good. Was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have phlegm in your throat to do Marge Simpson. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always got that going. How about you, Smitty? What do you got on your list of shameful situations? I ran across a couple stories of these, like, stupid criminals. There was a woman having a, a, a bad time with her boyfriend. She was so pissed at him, she decided she was going to go to his house and burn it down. Oh. 
her ex-boyfriend. The problem was <laughs> she burned the wrong house. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, oh, that's, that's shameful. That Revenge-seeking We laughed, arsonist. and then we said, oh. She, yeah. First of all, the firemen, they're working so hard, and now she's going to have to come back to do the other house, and it's going to be twice as much work yeah. for her. Now, I've got another one. There was this, a stranger in, uh, in Northern California walking the streets of the suburbs, stealing uh, petty cash from Johnny Donuts. They've got a, a big office in the San Francisco Bay Area. And he did this on Saturday night. Uh, petty cash, for, you mean from their... Yeah, how? Yeah. Where was it? It was in Northern California. No, no, where <laughs> Where was the cash? No, I don't know where the cash was. Probably in a safe or whatever. But there it was. He, he broke in and, uh, and he got it. But the problem was he got the stuff. He ran out to his car, forgot his keys. So he went back. He went back in, and sure enough, of course, he was nabbed <laughs> at that time. You want another dumb criminal? I got one I, over here. I got one, just one, one more. Let me get this off my plate. He's got a plate over there. Oh, my God. Yeah, here's a guy. You should just write him down on I paper. I know, I know. This guy is another thief. He was seen wandering around through backyards, stealing a lawnmower, a leaf blower, anything he could get his hands on. And uh, the cops, somebody called the cops, and so he sees that you know, a chase ensues. The cops are running after him. So he runs down by the river. And sure enough, he grabs a canoe, not a canoe, a kayak. He jumps in the kayak. He's going to get away from these cops that are coming after him. And, uh, well, he tipped over the kayak and had to swim to shore where the cops were waiting for him. And that's it. Well, of course. He's he's a loser. By the way, kayak is a palindrome, just so you know. That's correct. Thank you. And a damn good one, too. Just like race car. Only different because it's in the water. Uh, I would like to shame... uh, First of all, can I shame right from the get-go here, the, the Celtics coach, Ime Udoka. Now, he's a fine coach. The, the team liked him. They played well under him. Took him to the finals last year. They were just a skinch away from being the best team in the NBA. Now, what happened to this guy? Well, he just kind of got a little too caught up in his own importance. <coughs> Apparently had some kind of a relationship with some Celtics office or some Celtics staffers, and I'm I, no one's even given any information as to who it was or any of that stuff. So like because the, you don't want to shame the victim. Yeah, but is that like the old dip your pen in the company ink? Yeah, it's exactly like taboo. That. Yeah. Although without the pen and the actual ink, but it's a similar thing. You're right. You, you definitely dip it in there. Yeah. So what happened was this guy has now blown an opportunity for him to make millions of dollars. He started off his career successfully. He went to the finals in his rookie year as a coach of the Celtics. And he somehow thought it was an okay idea to have a dalliance or two, or we don't even know. Uh, despite having a Celtics team policy of not doing that. And now he's uh, suspended, maybe never, never to coach again, at least in this organization. He's blown an opportunity to come back and take this team to glory, which is what everybody was hoping and expecting for this second season of his career. Now he's gone. But hold on. He performed in a very special way. Um, he brought the team up to a very high performance. Yep. And so then he makes a big mistake. What if he came back and said, listen, uh, admits his guilt. Yeah. Admits, here's what I did. Yes, I broke the policy. Well, he's already done that. Kind I, that of I couldn't help myself. Yeah, yeah. but come on. I mean, you, wouldn't you, they bring him back? You have to imagine if it got to a level where they're bringing in attorneys like this and they're doing a months-long investigation, and now they're not saying shit about what it was. They're behind whatever their attorneys are telling them, which <laughs> yeah. don't say They've anything. They've been muted. You've got to imagine it's 
more than just a simple inter-office affair mm. that they broke up and he or she or whatever said some nasty things. It's got to be way more than that right. to have even gotten to this level. Otherwise, it, we would never have known about this. Well, if it was just a cheerleader, like you remember from in the movie The Godfather, yeah. <laughs> Tom Hagen comes in and he goes, the senator's found with the girl in the whorehouse, yeah. you know, and this, <laughs> he says, you know, uh, she, her, she doesn't have any family. No one even knew she worked here. And basically tell the senator, we can make this disappear. Yep. If it was a, a cheerleader, you know, and I'm obviously speculating, I, don't, I know nothing. But if it was that kind of thing, you know, somebody would get a, a payoff and be gone, and they'd, somebody would try to fix the thing so, okay, this was a mistake. But if, if it's somebody up in, higher up in the, uh, on the totem pole of life within the organization, then there's a problem. Then there's a problem, and, and especially if that person is angry about something. Uh, you know, this, this person reportedly said they had uh, unwanted comments. and re- If it got angry between the two of them, then you're getting into this potential domestic situation, which is no one wants any part yeah, of Yeah, there won't be any happy ending to this. Speaking of happy endings. I got this story out of New Jersey. Um, a 68-year-old man was arrested because it turns out every morning... <laughs> Between 6.14 and 6.18 a.m. with his current wife, he visits the gravesite of his ex-wife. Oh, which is nice. That's very Sounds nice. Sounds nice, doesn't they it? They have had a 45-year-long feud. So every morning between 6.14 and 6.18 a.m., he goes down with his current wife and leaves a bag of shit at her grave oh. and sometimes pisses on her grave. With his current wife. With his current wife. Huh. Well, at least he's got regular movements going on in his lower GI. That's the that's the good news. The it's every day at the same time, six fourteen a.m. The deceased woman's one of her son, uh, who I presume is from a <coughs> later marriage or something, hmm. um, noticed something was going on when he found a bag from the lo- local deli filled with shit placed near the grave of his mother. Oh. So they contact the police. They put a uh, surveillance footage and saw every morning this guy goes there and pisses or shits by the grave. Oh, well, I like this quote here. You know, this guy says, uh, <laughs> this guy Murphy says, I can't get my wife to go out to dinner, but this guy gets his wife to go along with him to desecrate my mom's remains every morning. Oh, oh my God. Oh. There's some anger going on. Oh. Ancient anger. That's big stuff. Now, public urination. I mean, look, if they don't, if they don't put people in jail for attempted murder these days in many uh, cities and, and, and many places, mm. and they don't chase criminals that have done breaking and entering. Oh, we can't chase them, the cops say. Oh, we can't chase them. Then why is public urination still a crime? Because no, everyone knows you're not going to prosecute public urination, right? Mm. Or, not if you're letting murderers go free. And public defecation. They're doing it all over the place. So basically the government, and let's shame the government for a second. The government is now, uh, by, by, by not prosecuting a crime and an existing law, you are, in, in essence, legalizing it, whatever that behavior was. Yeah. If it's graffiti and you don't prosecute it, then graffiti is legal. If it's uh, kicking somebody in the nuts because you don't like what country they came from and you don't prosecute it, then that's legal. It's like you can put everything into that category as if the, if the prosecutors and the judges don't do their jobs. If a mob decides to um, get together and go to a Wawa, well, they get away with that, too. Oh, God. And, you know, shame on those kids. Yeah. Because they're going to be on TV. They're going to be on the Internet. 
the pictures of these kids. Oh, yeah, they're already all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so, there'll be a, oh boy, these kids. Let's do it. We'll do it in our neighborhood. Right. So yeah. the families of these people say, oh, you know, oh, my sister was in the video of the Wawa crowd, the mob that stormed the place and stole Wah-wah. everything in sight. You know, you're if nothing else, you're a thief. You know, and never mind mob rule behavior, which is the most dangerous kind of behavior. No, they have no is. shame. I, I say bring back shame. Now, if I if they'd gone in there and gotten me a couple of them chunky chocolate bars, you know, I love them. And you'd you, be you'd be waiting outside for them. I'd say, okay, I'm gonna forgive it this one time because you brought me a chunky. But okay, next time you shouldn't. Don't do forget that. to shoot the cameras. Come on. <laughs> well, that's the other part of it. You know, someone's got to go in there before the the attempted heist and throw. Baggies over the cameras. Yep. Spray paint. Then bring them in. Yep. Yeah. Amateur the... hour. Come on, guys. God. Watch a movie. Use your brains a little bit. They got away with it. Shame uh, on them. I'd like to shame Simon and Schuster. Oh. Both the of them? The publisher. The publisher. Because they are releasing a new book about uh, the life of Anthony Bourdain. Uh, I didn't write down what it was called. But within the book, they publish a lot of his texts from right before he sadly killed himself mm-hmm. well that's what they say some say he was murdered oh my god yeah he's got this all is the, the dis- most enlightening he's got day the conspiracy of theories going unbelievable on. so okay um that's a new podcast about to shame on me for throwing you get the gist of the story um shame on my curiosity bill i would like to know more about this supposed uh murder of anthony bourdain he and a few other celebrities were involved in uh revealing or or exposing the pedophile ring in hollywood there's uh, there's stuff going on. There's a ring. I think so. Yeah. I don't, In Hollywood, don't know what kind of ring it is. Yeah, Seriously? a wrestling ring could be a pedophile daisy ring. chain. Yeah. <laughs> what what's going on with that? Wait, wait, wait. So who are some of these other people that were going to release this information? Are they also dead celebrities now? Well, uh, let's see. Uh, they say that. Jeez, um, my my mind has gone blank. Uh, Cherry Lee Lewis. Who's the guy that was in the, <laughs> the? Who's the guy that was smoking the cigarette the, that died in the, the fiery crash? Uh, he, uh, he's an actor. He was in Paul uh, Walker. No, Paul Walker. They say he was also uh, involved in part of the expose, and there were a few other people that I. I think Bill Clinton. Uh, no. I'll, Bill Cosby. I'll be more prepared the next H- time Hillary you ask me Clinton? this question. Corey Feldman could be Hillary. Well, I don't suppose Michael Jackson. Feldman knows a lot of stuff that's going on, <laughs> and they he got sort of blackballed for speaking up about he it. He did. Yep. That was one of the grossest things. Shame on Barbara Walters or anyone who likes Barbara Walters because yep. she sucks ass. Mm. Um, yeah, so Corey Feldman's trying to tell the story, and she's shaming him on The View or whatever god-awful show that was yep. about it. Saying, no, that didn't happen. Just right to his face on national television, mm-hmm. making him look like a complete asshole. It's didn't like, Barbara Walters have an affair with uh, the senator from... Uh, Massachusetts, Ed. Uh, I do not know. Ed Burke. No, in the sixties, uh, he's the first black senator in the history of the Ed country. Ed Burke, yeah. Ed Burke, he's a good guy. Burke. Yep. Ed Bradley. No. <laughs> <laughs>